Hey, Joel here. It's dining around across the nation and well around the world. Now, today, here, I'm fortunate to be part of something that's on the way. We have been checking out local businesses, local restaurants, local wineries, all of this in the San Francisco Bay Area, just to get a taste of what is going on and what's next. And we're joined now by a gentleman who is part of a company that really has come up over the last number of years. They are all about, well, why am I telling you what they're all about? I'm going to talk with him now. And there's something special as well going on because there always is. He is Brad Kinzer and it is Cho Chocolate. That's the company. Brad, thanks for having us at your factory in Berkeley today. Oh, thanks for coming over, Joel. I appreciate it. Listen, let's start with this. I know there's something else going on, but let's start with Cho. Absolutely. Because yeah. you've moved, the company has moved to Berkeley from San Francisco. Yep. You're still Bay Area rooted. Tell us what's going on with the company now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Cho started uh, about 10 years ago, nine or 10 years ago. And, you know, we basically, we were in the, on the Embarcadero of San Francisco and the third oldest pier in San Francisco, which wow. was wonderful, beautiful, lots of, uh, you know, wonderful, you know, tourists coming by and all, all kinds of people. <clears throat> Great location. Right in between the ferry building and the um, and uh, f and Fisherman's Wharf, uh, but you know basically we you know, rent was going up. Mm -hmm. uh, we ran out of space, and so we two years ago we moved over, uh, two and a half years ago we moved over to Berkeley. So we found a great spot right on the border of uh, Berkeley, Emeryville, and Oakland. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, all three cities uh, intersect in the same building here. So really? uh, you can pick your, you pick, <laughs> but, but, but technically, pick your, we, technically pick your postal address. <laughs> I think actually five free from where we're sitting right here is, uh, is actually Oakland. And okay. uh, uh, we're technically in Berkeley right now. But um, so, uh, but it's a great spot. Have, uh, you know, been able to, uh, you know, have a bigger building and a little bit lower rent and mm -hmm. uh, be able to you know, continue to focus on scaling up. Well, what I've noticed is that Cho as a chocolate brand and as a company, your products are available. In the beginning, it seemed to be, you know, boom, focused on the Embarcadero. Sure. You're, you're available in so many marvelous locations around the Bay Area and in select places across the nation as well. The, yeah. That increase of production and, and really paying attention to every step of the process yeah. would lend itself to a uh, newer facility, state-of-the-art here in Berkeley. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think what, you know, Cho's dream has always been to bring a great craft quality chocolate to uh, whoever would like to try it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's kind of been our, our, our focus. And um, so having, you know, a, an updated production facility, um, you know, has, has allowed us to be mm -hmm. able to, you know, uh, scale up and uh, but keep quality the same. Okay. So. What is craft? So when it, yeah. when it comes to like craft chocolate, to me, I mean, I think everyone just defines craft in a different way. I mean, to me, my, you know, perception of craft and our perception of craft here at Cho is really about looking at every single step of the process that influences uh, flavor and mm -hmm. quality and just focusing on that and trying to optimize that for uh, for deliciousness, <laughs> um, you know, and really. So that's uh, that's kind of what we do. And we start with uh, finding, uh, you know, great uh, cocoa farmers mm -hmm. and uh, partnering with them and to be able to find the best cocoa possible um, you know roasting uh, at optimal temperatures and you know every single step of the of the process grinding uh, you know the whole chocolate making process done here in Berkeley um, you know every single batch is tasted along the way a number of times uh, to achieve consistency and make sure that we've got the right quality so mm -hmm. and it is as we all know it is a food product so so much goes into it and no matter how artisan it is seen you have to consider all of those aspects in order to get it to the consumer to enjoy and then the repeat performance yeah exactly 
Um, and you know, chocolate is chocolate is something that many of us have known and loved since we were since before we can even remember. So it's this uh, kind of interesting um, moment when someone who's known and loved chocolate forever uh, actually understands all that goes into making a chocolate bar mm -hmm. and when they can actually taste the difference uh, with a chocolate that's made been made with you know a lot of you know careful craftsmanship um, it's uh, it's it's something that can be really amazing eye-opening experience for, for for someone so and it's very difficult to go back <laughs> it is different to go back i mean I, you know i i you know i still love a you know craft uh you know single uh cheese or something now and then but you know for the most part i've <laughs> i've uh i've moved on from that and uh, uh -huh. you know you know so it's it, it's it's sort of the same thing with uh with so many different things so all right all right all right and, and i must admit i do love a good a good hollow bunny at easter time it's absolutely true oh, yeah, but when when you think of something that you might enjoy yeah. with friends and family at the end of a meal or yeah. just hanging out in the afternoon along with a beautiful cappuccino. Uh, well, in the afternoon, it'd be an espresso. But that is the combination that really brings you back to coming back to something like Cho. Now, you mentioned the ingredients and you mentioned the flavors. Now, there's this huge history, of course, that is chocolate, the origins of chocolate and going to different origins and really partnering and matching. And I know that you have been working with a company on a new product that is specific for this time of year. It is Reserva de la Familia, um, and it's with tequila. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, sometimes flavors really surprise you. And, you know, when we first started speaking with uh, uh, Reserva de la Familia and Jose Cuervo about this, uh, this product, I thought, oh, no way, you know, tequila and chocolate does not go well together. Uh -huh. And I just, I just couldn't, couldn't quite picture it in my mind how it would work. But um, that's important to know because yeah. sometimes people are like, oh, well, you just, you know, pour a little of this, pour a little of that. But as the as the chocolate maker, as the person who is the chief chocolate maker yeah. at show, you need to make sure that the product at the end of the day is well is perfection and, the, and your clients will love it. Absolutely. And, and it all starts in, you know, in our heads and, you know, you know, sort of imagining what would this flavor go? You know, how would it go like that, um, you know, with another flavor and just like a chef. And uh, when we first thought about tequila, it didn't it didn't. You know, we just didn't quite couldn't quite picture it, uh, but then we said, you know what, let's try it out anyway. And so we we uh, we tasted this tequila, the Reserva de la Familia, and it was unlike any other tequila I'd ever had. Okay. So it was just uh, it was just spectacular. It had so much uh, age to it. It was. Uh, you know, lots of vanilla and almonds and, you know, things that you don't necessarily associate with a mm -hmm. with a tequila. At, at least I didn't. Mm -hmm. um, well, so. and this is a tequila that has been barrel aged as well. Exactly. And so yeah. I think that for those of us who get to hang out and go to tequila bars and tastings and mezcal, th this is not the sort of, well, obviously it's not the spring break tequila. It's yeah, something exactly. that is exactly. like a brandy or a cognac or, yeah. or any of these, or an ammoniac, a calvados, like any of these products mm -hmm. that have had time. Right. And right. and the highest elevation of it. Yeah, and 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 it goes, you know, also to the craftsmanship. So it's you know, the, it's the aging in the barrels, but it's also just the the selection of the ingredients. And you know, as I learned about Reserva, you know, it just <clears throat> it was fantastic uh, to sort of learn more about tequila. And it, you know, I've always had an appreciation for, um, you know, for tequila, and you know, it has an amazing history, cultural mm -hmm. history in Mexico, um, and uh, so does chocolate. And right. so I you know I thought I, I've always wanted tequila and chocolate to sort of, you know, somehow get along. And, <laughs> you think there, uh, there must yeah. be a way. There must be a <laughs> way. They're, they're, you know, they're sort of kindred spirits from, uh, you know, days of the Aztecs mm -hmm. and Mayans. And um, and so, uh, yeah, just fascinating cultural history of, t of uh, chocolate and 
uh, tequila coming from from Mexico. So, what did you do with the cacao in order to make the whole project work? So the the key was really trying to figure out a way. We didn't we we didn't really want to make a confection. So it's it's it would sort of be simple to make a you know a tequila infused uh, ganache uh, mm-hmm. and sort of you know plug that into a a little truffle. But um, I just didn't feel like that would be the best expression of it. And really, what I wanted to see was uh, what happens if we actually age um, the tequila and nibs together. So the cocoa nibs are the roasted mm-hmm. um, bits of cocoa beans. Okay. And so what we did is we actually took those beans um, and we um, we aged them with this Reserva de la Familia um, exquisite tequila mm-hmm. for about three months. Okay. And uh, we still didn't know, you know, exactly what would, what would come out. It's like mad uh, scientists. Yeah, so it was kind of, you know, just, uh, you know, winging it and, you know, trying to, you know, crossing our fingers and hope something uh, would come out uh, beautifully. And, you know, really what, what emerged was something that uh, was a little bit unexpected at first because it was this beautiful, um, it was almost a seamless um, seamlessness between the, the nibs and the tequila. So the nibs took on a lot of the tequila um, you know, some really beautiful attributes of the tequila. Um, and the nibs also mellowed a lot, um, mm-hmm. in some of the rough, uh, rough edges of the, te- of the, of the nibs themselves, the cocoa beans, um, sort of softened. And so it was this beautiful combination. Um, and then we took those nibs, um, dried them out, um, and then, um, you know, sort of put them into a, you know, a, a vat of the chocolate, mm-hmm. uh, mixed it, tempered it, and then we hand molded everything. Um, we only made a very small batch, so it's about <laughs> 10,000 pieces that, okay. we, that, uh, that I pretty much hand personal. So you hand molded. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we, uh, we actually hand molded all those, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun process. And, um, you know, um, we actually, the design of our package um, was inspired by um, the fact that the Aztecs um, actually used to use uh, uh, cocoa beans for currency. Oh. Um, and so there's sort of an intricate, um, sort of a, almost like a counterfeit mm-hmm. uh, uh, looking design um, that you find on, on paper money. Right. Um, we, we use that as inspiration for for the for the chocolate packaging sort of as an homage to the uh the fact that cocoa had been used as i had no idea um, as currency yeah because it was so incredibly valuable it was incredibly valuable yeah you could buy you know a rabbit for five cocoa beans and you know (laughs) i don't know you know there's actually all these uh beautiful uh recordings there's not many of them but there's a lot of beautiful recordings by some of the early spanish that Mm -hmm. came and um, some of the clergy that came uh, recorded uh, all that stuff. And so. it's so funny because I always think of the Aztecs and I think of, of ancient times in, in Mexico being all about the gold and all about, right. but having currency as, as well, oh, anyway, yeah. who wouldn't yeah. want chocolate? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so we have this beautiful product uh, and uh, it is a combination for sure of Cho chocolate and really that Reserva de la Familia, um, which is an extra Añejo tequila from Jose Cuervo. This is a, a, a product that came from the private selection of the actual Cuervo family. So it's one of these things that you can actually get the tequila separately, but it's one of these things that you can taste and enjoy and really share with your family. Um, the Cho chocolate is approximately 1625 with the Reserva de la Familia, and you can find that at chochocolate.com, sorry, cho.com, which is T-C-H-O, and certainly at fine retailers as well. Brett, thank you for having us here. Oh, it's so great to have you. And uh, you, listen, um, I know that you don't have a facility that's open to the public yet. Yes. But at some point you will. I, it's the, at I, some point. Absolutely. In air quotes. 
at yeah. some point. We're, yeah. we're we're looking at uh, we're looking at that even for the end of this year kind of thing. Fabulous. Um, so we've been we've been talking about it for a while, but uh, definitely excited. It's the it's the best part of our job is actually sharing what we do with people. Well, so. keep making chocolate because yeah, because no. we love it. No, it's great. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Brad Kinzer, right. he is the chief chocolate maker for Cho Chocolate. Again, it's Cho T C H O dot com. They're located in Berkeley, but they don't have a public space as of yet. But you can find their products across the Bay Area and around the nation as well. And again, I mentioned the Reserva de la Familia, uh, which is the Extra Añejo Tequila by Jose Cuervo, um, the Jose Cuervo's Cuervo family. It's a private reserve selection. You can find it more at reservadelafamilia.com. And, you know, products, gorgeous, limited supply, the kind of thing that if you're going to have something special going on for a holiday that's on the way, you could or just buy a bottle of tequila and some chocolate and enjoy them maybe by yourself or to share them around. <laughs> I'm Joel. Follow me on Twitter at Joel Riddell and on Instagram, more at diningaround.com. Thanks so much for listening.